Rivier is a Creole word that means to awaken. And here, we have a weekly discussion of the things that make us feel awake and alive. Because I enjoy hearing and telling stories. I think that communion and communication are of the utmost importance. And I believe that life and living are what we are here to do. So welcome and thank you for tuning in. content, consider becoming a Patreon. For as little as $3 a month, you will have access to my extra videos, guided meditations, and articles over at patreon.com slash You can drop a tip in the donation box at paypal.me slash Feel free to rate me on your podcasting platform, whether that is Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, or any other platform where you are currently hearing the sound of my voice. And I thank you all who have ever supported by either sharing a link, reposting something off my social media, or telling a friend. The I Am Olivier podcast is thankful for you and your support. Grand rising, grand afternoon, and grand evening, I am Olivier Podcast family. <laughs> Let me tell you, this has been one for the books, and I really do believe that we have only just begun. What a week week and a half, two weeks it has been, especially here in these here United States of America. It is getting real, y'all. And I have all of these ideas for episodes and things planned, and I keep having to push it back because like life is getting out, you know, (laughs) life is happening. And I feel like the messages that I have are a little bit more important right now. And so today I come to you with a message of balance. And today I come to you with a message of calm. Before we get into any of that, let us start by focusing in a bit on our breath. Breathing is extremely important. The breath is our ultimate tool for calm and equilibrium. Oxygen is our main source of life along with water. So I put in there, please hydrate as well. But breathing is really important. It calms your central nervous system. Literally, it calms your nerves. So whenever you feel like things around you or things within you are getting out of control, I will employ you to remember the sound of my voice telling you to concentrate on your breath. Breathe slowly in through your nose and out through your mouth. Why in through your nose? 
because it forces more oxygen into your body. Why out through your mouth? It is a way to get more carbon dioxide out more toxins. And so saying that, I just want us really quickly at the beginning of this episode to take a few deep breaths. So let us begin. Breathe in and breathe out. So together we will breathe in and breathe out. We're going through a lot right now. I had been contemplating the idea of balance and balance is now even more becoming an important topic in these days and times. Finding a balance between the mind and the body, a balance between living informed and living in fear, a balance in all aspects of our life. Balance is something that I'm super fortunate to be able to contemplate at different points in my life. And I would say the number one reason for that is my yoga practice. I have been practicing yoga for well over 20 years. I've practiced many different methods of yoga. I've practiced Iyengar. I've practiced Bikram, which, you know, now he is suffering through his time, but it is actually a wonderful practice of yoga. I have practiced Hatha yoga. I have practiced Vinyasa yoga. I practice right now Kundalini yoga is a daily practice that I've been indulging in. And yoga is a practice where you unite your body and your breath. You attune your movements to your breath. And so it forms a flow and a kind of moving meditation, right? And I feel very strongly that that flow, that moving meditation deepens our understanding of our existence on this earth and kind of the daily things that we go through. Through practicing yoga, I have learned that balance is not something that you just attain and you live in. That is not how balance or equilibrium works. Rather, balance is something that you are constantly realigning and readjusting yourself in order to receive. There are little moments of sunlight here and there where you achieve perfect balance, but it doesn't really ever stay there because life is a pendulum that swings back and forth. And you are just trying gently to bring everything into as much alignment as you possibly can. So life shifts to one side and then you do little things to shift it back, shift it back towards the middle, shift it back towards the middle. Then life shifts to the other side and you do little things to shift it, shift it, shift it, shift it, shift it back towards the center. Grace to understand that you don't jerk yourself back into balance because that's going to keep actually keep you off your equilibrium, keep you off your balance, but to know that it's a gentle practice. Yoga is a gentle practice. Finding balance in one's life is a gentle practice. And being kind to oneself is a gentle practice. So it's feeling yourself going out of balance and gently bringing yourself back into your center. Gently bringing yourself back into where you want to be. Go on YouTube. Find a short yoga sequence to try. They have ones as short as five minutes. Those who are more advanced, who don't need to actually see poses in order to do them. They even have yoga sequences on Audible as a part of 
Audible Originals. There are so many sources for yoga. You can get so many free sources in order to further your practice. And I encourage you to do so. And even beyond that, here's a small example of a way that you can try to find balance in your daily life. And that is through a walking meditation. So a walking meditation is where, you know, you might do this in your room, you might do this while you walk outside, while you exercise, wherever you're doing this. Whenever you are walking, you can practice this form of meditation and that is to concentrate on the way that you are walking. Walking is a deliberate act and it brings you from point A to point B. And while you are walking, you can focus in on your body. How is your walk affecting your breath? Are you out of breath? Perhaps you need to slow down. How are you carrying the weight of your body? Do you have pain anywhere in your body? Are your knees okay? Are your legs feeling okay? How are you placing the weight of your body on your feet? Are you evenly distributing the weight of your body on your feet when you walk? When you walk, do you walk with your whole foot? Or do you just walk on your tippy toes or on the heels of your foot? These are things that you can try to strive to bring into alignment as you walk. Oftentimes when we walk, we get into the rhythm of the way that we have walked our entire lives. So an interesting practice for balance is to concentrate on your walk and concentrate on seeing how much equilibrium you can bring to your walk. When I first started doing walking meditation, I realized that I had a way of unevenly distributing the weight on my feet. I walk on the balls of my feet mostly, and it's weird. I also use the outer edges of my feet when I walk. I don't walk on my whole entire foot. Since I started doing walking meditation, I have corrected that, but only when I'm walking consciously. And so if I'm anxious or upset or afraid, I will go back to my original way of walking. And in those moments when I'm rushing around, concentrating on my feet, concentrating on how I walk is a way for me to exert calm in the situation, to exert calm over my world and get myself back to a place of equilibrium and balance. What are some other things that can help us during this time? Sound healing has been huge for me right now. I love sound healing. Any type of crystal singing bowls, any type of type of Tibetan singing bowls, sounds from nature, whether it be forest sounds, whether it be the sound of rain, whether it be the sound of the ocean, all of these things I find intensely calming and I can play them for myself and they will automatically calm my spirit sound. And these are things that you can find online. You can search on Spotify or search on YouTube for nature sounds, for ocean sounds, for crystal singing bowl sounds. If you know anything about frequencies, you can actually search for the frequency that you want and you know that information will come up and you can listen to that. Listening to it with earphones, if you have any, any 
is usually a lot more effective, but I will listen to it with a speaker. I have a Bluetooth speaker and I'll put it like if I'm doing like a savasana or a corpse pose, a resting pose on my mat, I'll put the speaker right above my head and let the sounds kind of gently play over me and it calms my mind. Something else that I really love that people might think is so weird, but I love is ASMR. I'm huge into ASMR on YouTube. It's, you know, some people love it, some people don't, but I find it to be very calming and there are a few ASMR ASMR artists that I really love that I listen to. I encourage you to explore ASMR on YouTube and see if there's anybody that you feel that you have an affinity to. The other thing is Bob Ross. You know Bob Ross who used to do painting on the public television? Channel 13 it was for me when I was younger. He is actually considered a big time ASMR artist and his episodes are are up for free on YouTube. So watch a Bob Ross painting episode. I implore you to do that if you haven't done it in a while. He is extremely calming and he paints these like beautiful little landscape pictures and he talks about like his pet squirrel and his voice is very modulated, very low, and he is very calm. So he is actually a really good example of an ASMR artist who I love to watch if I have the time, just kind of put, let an episode play and watch him paint. It brings immediate calm to my mind. The other thing that I think can be very helpful for us at this time, I know that people are concentrating a lot on herbs for nutrition and herbs for immunity boosting. And there are plenty of sources on all sorts of social media, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Instagram, whether it's YouTube, of people that can talk to you about different nutritional herbs, different herbs in general. This is all searchable information. I wanted to talk to you today a little bit about calming herbs, herbs for balance and equilibrium. Now, caveat, I am not a doctor or a medical professional. I am just an individual living on this earth like everybody else, trying to find my equilibrium like everybody else. And I implore you to always do your own research on herbs. Herbs are not things to be taken lightly. If you are pregnant, if you have previously existing conditions, it is important that you research herbs and make sure that they are not going to exacerbate any conditions that you already have. There are certain herbs that you can't take while you are pregnant or if you are trying to be pregnant. So I implore you to always be very careful wherever you're getting your herbal advice and do your own research. Make sure that those herbs are things that you should be taking. Make sure you understand how to take those herbs. Thankfully, we are living right now in an age of information. That being said, there are a couple of herbs that I like to use that I think would be helpful in this time. The first is ashwagandha. 
ashwagandha with thania somnifera i love that name oh my god it's a plant in the nightshade family so like i was saying to research herbs if you're allergic to nightshade then you should not be taking ashwagandha right ashwagandha is a plant that can reduce anxiety and stress it can help fight depression it can increase fertility in men and testosterone it can boost general brain function ashwagandha is said to rejuvenate the endocrine and the immune system what is the endocrine system right it's the endocrine system is your internal system of glands that secrete hormones that regulate the functions of your body it includes your thyroid glands and your adrenals that live right above the kidney your endocrine system is extremely important and I think that we don't talk about it enough there are also other ways that you can take care of your endocrine system like sleeping in the dark right not keeping a light light on when you sleep sleeping completely in the dark or maybe even wearing an eye mask when you sleep so that you can get the full benefits of your sleep making sure you're sleeping during certain hours, which I know is really difficult, especially in this crazy working world where people have night shifts and things like that, but wherever possible, making sure that you are getting sleep between the hours of 11 p.m. and 5 a.m. That is a time where your body is rejuvenating itself. It's getting rest and your endocrine system is working and secreting hormones to make sure that everything is working the way that it should. Ashwagandha is considered an adaptogen what is an adaptogen? An adaptogen is a family of plants that helps the body to reduce stress, whether it's physically, chemically, or biologically. Whenever you read about adaptogens, the description doesn't get more specific than that because adaptogens actually encompasses a huge family of plants. Like there are lots of different mushrooms, like reishi mushrooms and things that are included in the family of adaptogens and they have all different effects on the body. Ashwagandha is something that is a part of my daily regimen. Number two is lavender. Lavender is a plant that is a part of the mint family and there are so many benefits to lavender. It's not even funny. Lavender is one of those herbs that I believe in keeping around all the time. Lavender is antiseptic. It's anti-inflammatory. Lavender is a pain reliever. Lavender is even said to prevent hair loss, y'all. Like lavender is a pretty powerful herb. But the main reason I like to keep lavender around is because it has calming and soothing properties, which I find to be most beneficial for sleep. So I have lavender flowers, which I make into a tea. I have lavender flowers, which I also make into sachets. So like little bags that I keep, you know, under my pillow and around. I have lavender essential oil that I dilute with water and I spray my pillow so that that can get into like my nose. I have lavender incense that I burn sometimes when I'm doing my journaling before bed so that I can induce a calm. I will even mix lavender into my shea butter sometimes to induce rest. Um, So lavender is a really great herb for calming the body, especially before sleep. Another herb that I swear by is oat straw. Oat straw 
is a nutritive herb. So meaning it has a lot of nutrients that are necessary for the body. Oat straw has iron, it has calcium, it has magnesium, among other vitamins. Oat straw improves the circulatory system. It also improves the nervous system. And what did I say about breathing earlier? Breathing also helps to improve the nervous system, which literally calms your nerves. And the reason why I like oat straw is because as opposed to lavender, which also calms you down, oat straw for me at least does not make me sleepy. So it's something that I can take during the day if I'm feeling the need to be calm, but I still need to to be alert. Now, the important thing about this to realize is that different herbs have different effects on different people. So experiment and see how the herb works with your body and your constitution because it might be different for you. But for me, Ostra is something that I can take during the day and calm me down and not feel sleepy. Another herb that I swear by from the mint family again is Melissa officinalis. <laughs> which is lemon balm. Holy crap, y'all. I love lemon balm. It is the best. I love lemon balm, especially just to get the loose herb and make a tea. I drink my teas without sugar and without sweetening. So lemon balm is one of the better tasting teas that I can make. And it is also a calming herb. It is also a digestive topic tonic. So if you have issues with your digestion, lemon balm is a good one to take. Now, lemon balm might cause sleepiness in some people. It doesn't have that effect on me, but I do like to take it more in the late afternoon and evening. Lemon balm is not something that I start my day with, but I love lemon balm and it just smells amazing. It tastes amazing. Lemon balm also repels mosquitoes. So you can drink it as a tea and have it come out of your pores to repel mosquitoes, but you can also crush it against your skin and it will repel mosquitoes. Lemon balm is a really good herb and I'm actually out of lemon balm. I should probably order some, <laughs> but yes. So those are just a few herbs that I wanted to kind of highlight to you that would perhaps help you in your search for calm, in your search for balance, in your search for equilibrium. And these are just a few of many. There's chamomile, there's holy basil, there's agrimony. Like there's so many herbs that you can take to help calm the body, calm the mind, and as a result, calm the spirit, which is so important in these times, everybody. One last important note about herbal remedies is that I don't use all of these herbal remedies at the same time. Sometimes I don't require any support for calm because I'm already naturally calm when I wake up. Also, any substance will lose potency when overused. So I'll try to avoid that as much as possible by incorporating variety into my daily regimen when it comes to herbs for calming, when it comes to herbs for nutritional balance, anything. I will always look to incorporate variety. I speak a lot about my life in NYC, especially the last two years, and I was frantic. I was living fragmented and outside of myself. I know 
because I was always tired. I was always out of balance. And that's why I value the calm and the equilibrium I have now. I used to pray for this daily, you guys. I remember a time back in like 2016 where on my rising every single day, I would pray for peace and calm and to live in peace and to be at peace. And I know that the way that I live now is a direct manifestation of those times when I would pray and focus on peace. I moved away from New York to find my peace, but it is not always necessary to move away from where you are. It is necessary to go within yourself and cultivate what is already there. Your body is screaming out for peace. It is screaming out for balance. It is screaming out for equilibrium. And it can be a very scary thing, I know. But trust me, the only thing that you will find when you go inside yourself is yourself. And you are waiting for you. So please, especially in these times, go within yourself cultivate the peace that is there for you. Don't forget your breath as your first defense against panic and hysteria. When things are going mad around you, retreat within and concentrate on the way that you are breathing. I wish you peace. I wish you stability. I wish you good health. I wish you equilibrium. And most of all, I wish you balance. Thank you for listening. so much for tuning into this episode of the I Am Livier podcast. You can find me under the name I Am Livier on IG, Twitter, or at my website, IamLivier.com. You can email me at awake at IamLivier.com, or you can become a supporter. Join my Patreon at patreon.com slash IamLivier, on my show page at anchor.fm slash IamLivier, or you can drop a tip in the tip jar at paypal.me slash There's even an Amazon wish list if you go to iamlivier.com. Remember, this gift of life has been given in order to really live it. Go out today and do something that makes you feel awake and alive. Mm-hmm.